0: Hello and welcome to the Teach On Teach Strong podcast. This episode is kind of following on from the previous one where I talked about how to be more productive. This episode is specifically how you can be productive so that you can work as close as you can to contract hours. It's a bit more structured than the previous one. The previous one was a bit kind of haphazard with very random tips. This one I've tried to be a bit more strategic and give you specific tips and advice that I really think will help you. Work as close as you can to contract hours. It might not always be possible. There are different times of the year. Obviously, they're more demanding than others. But hopefully some of these tips will help you. If you want to watch the video version of these and see the visuals that go along with it, you can go to my YouTube channel at Teachers Resource Force and you will find this video there as well. So feel free to check that out. And let's get straight into it. In this video, we are going to talk about seven powerful habits for teachers to only work contract hours and get it done during the school day. So, is it possible to get it all done? Well, that's the dream, right? Doing what the rest of the world thinks teachers do, just working contract hours. Okay, it's almost laughable. As any teacher knows, that is virtually impossible if you want to do a decent job. Well, believe it or not, While you might not be able to only work contract hours forever, there are definitely habits you can adopt that will actually help you get closer to this goal of leaving teaching at school. Back in the day, I recorded some sort of pod blog episodes, like vlogs but podcasts, uh, where I recorded my efforts to try strategies uh, to try and get as much work done during the school day so that I could actually adopt some self-care and have a life when I got home. Those episodes, if you're interested, are linked in the description below, so you can check them out if you're interested to see how that went. But after much trial and error, today I want to share with you some of the best habits I adopted that helped me get that bit closer to working contract hours as a teacher. So the first habit you want to get into is to schedule your power hour. And your power hour is the time of the day when you feel you are at your best mentally. So are you a morning person or an evening person? How can you tell? Well, if I told you that you had to write a list of reports that would take about an hour, when would you most likely get it done effectively? Still not sure? Test it out. Give yourself a task that usually takes quite a lot of mental energy and experiment working on it during different times of the day. When did you produce the best results? That is your power hour. For me. It's in the morning, or generally after a nap. (laughs) As much as I wish it wasn't that way, it just is. I know, as much as I'd rather be doing other things, I can work faster and produce the best results when my mind is fresh. So when it comes to wanting to only work teacher contract hours, I'm afraid that time is not always the problem. It's often how you use it and when. So make a list of the tasks that you know will ask the most of from you mentally and do them in the morning or whenever it is that your power hour is. Habit number two is group similar tasks together. So if you want to make better use of time to work teacher contract hours, then you need to keep up the flow of what you're doing. So that means grouping the same tasks together. For example, grading, photocopying, prepping lessons. How much time would you save photocopying everything you needed for the week in one session rather than running back and forth to the copier at various points during the week or day as it happened to me before I adopted this method. So this habit will help you get one step closer to only working teacher contract hours. So think about what can you group together that will help you make that better use of your time. Tip number three is limit responding to emails to certain times of the day. So another time-saving trick to help you work contract hours is to limit one of the greatest time sucks teachers have, especially now, and that is emails. So what I found that worked best for me was to resist the temptation to check my emails first thing in the morning because I know that that's my most productive time. And quite honestly, I don't want to waste my brain power on writing emails and being bogged down with other people's problems, which let's be honest here, 95% of emails that teachers are getting are other people's problems that need solving. So limit when you are going to check those emails so it doesn't take the best part of your brain power and the most of your day. So the habit I advise is to check and respond to emails after you've done your power hour tasks. Now, you can check emails more frequently if you want to, so you're kept up to date with what's going on. But I'd limit actually responding to just one or two sessions in a day. So I have a whole podcast episode that goes into much more detail about how I manage my emails. So be sure to listen to that if you'd like more help on this topic. And that is episode 144, how to take control of your email inbox, if you are interested in that. The next habit is to set yourself reasonable goals to achieve during the school day. Way back in 2017, I started the habit of creating a short power list of one to three important things I want to achieve in the day. Now, we all know a teacher's to-do list can be pages long and seemingly never-ending. So when you look at something like that, it can make your productivity wane as you have that resistance knowing it's a daunting task, you are not going to get everything done on your list, your super long list, and then creeps in procrastination and goodbye free time and that's when you end up having to work outside of contract hours. So for this reason, I suggest you limit your power list to just a few things each day, but it's also important that they are achievable. There is no point giving yourself one enormous project knowing full well it won't get done. That just destroys your self-confidence and you will waste a significant amount of time that you will end up having to make up for out-of-contract hours. So be realistic with what you can achieve and set yourself up for success. So instead, break down projects into small, achievable chunks. The goal is to move the needle forward and not waste the little precious time you have during contact hours at school by procrastinating. The next habit is to plan some less mentally exhausting tasks that you can do during the less productive times of the day. And this is just as important as planning your most productive time of the day. Just as you know when you are at your best, you also know when you are not which is likely at the end of the day when you have given every ounce of your soul. But it might not be, we're all different. But it could be at the end of the day. (laughs) So at this time, you know you could be productive. You could squeeze in a 30-minute work session to help you move the needle forward. But if you try and work on a high mental energy task, then you will likely come across resistance. And the task will take a significant amount of time longer than it would if you were working in your power hour. I mean, think about how well, well, you concentrate in meetings after school. I've always said personally that they should hold meetings at the start of the day instead of the end, because at the end of the day, I'm just done. I'm not taking it in, but I digress. Knowing you are not at your most mentally powerful means you have to plan ahead for that. So think about what tasks you can do that don't take up much brain power but will still help you get things done and waste less time if you're stuck for ideas then I've got a special freebie for you that will help and it's a list of tiny tasks that don't take much brain power that you can do at the end of the day to help you maximize your time and stick as close as you can to contract hours so if you're interested, download that in the description below and that will give you some ideas of when you're just mentally you know you're done but you want to do something so you don't have to work in your free time. You can go through things on that list and you'll still be moving the needle forward but you won't be wasting time trying to do a task that you know you are not mentally equipped to be handling at this time because it's going to take you a significantly longer amount of time than it normally would because you're so tired. It's not your fault this is just the way the brain is and it, just understanding that will help make this so much easier for you. The next habit is train your brain. The goal is to stop thinking about school when you're not at school, right? That's the goal, but how do you do it? I also created a podcast episode about this, and in it, I talk about how I experimented with training my brain like a puppy. Yes, like a little puppy. So you need to acknowledge that when you are out of contract hours, your brain is reminding you of concerns to be helpful. It's like an enthusiastic puppy just trying to please you and keep you safe, even though you'd really rather not know about it. It can't help it. And when you think of your brain like a puppy, I think it almost makes it that much easier to cope with, right? So train your brain like a puppy. So the best habit you can try when you struggle to stop thinking about school out of school is to acknowledge the concern your brain is trying to tell you write it down then put it aside and go and spend time on your hobbies or you know sleep if you prefer whatever you want to do so you're acknowledging the puppy's giving you the concerns and you go thank you puppy you write it down and go thanks very much I'll take that off you and then off it goes running off rather than constantly nagging you with the same thought over and over and over and over again which is what happens when we can't stop thinking about our problems and finally drag your tasks So this is my final habit for helping you stick to working teacher contract hours and think about how to tackle your daily tasks. And you can use this four step drag system. And that stands for, D is do. What do you have to do? Non-negotiable and add it to the urgent list. So this includes things such as teaching, obviously, attending meetings, obviously, Those are designated blocks of time or tasks that just have to get done and they have to be done by you. Non-negotiable, gotta get done. That's the D. The R, review, review or assess what you can or cannot wait and decide when you can do those tasks. I know everything might seem urgent, but there are always things that can be pushed around if necessary. Really, there are. The A stands for assign. You don't have to do it all alone who can you ask to help or delegate tasks? Do you have teaching assistants or colleagues who can help? Can you get the students involved in doing some tasks? You'd be amazed at how much time you can save if you just delegate some tasks. And then the G stands for get rid of it. This one is empowering. So honestly ask yourself, do you really need to do it, this thing? I know we hold ourselves to high standards and that's a good thing, but sometimes we need to remember that B plus is okay. Like you don't have to have A plus every time. You don't have to do it all and you don't have to do it all right now. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself some grace and B plus is good. Okay. So while that display hasn't been changed in a year and it really could do with being updated, does it have to be done? Do you have to create that specific lesson and make it look that fancy? Is there a ready-made one for you on TPT for example that will save you hours of time that you can download and use instead? Get creative and be ruthless here. If it doesn't have to get done and you are struggling with the amount of contract hours you are currently working then just get rid of it. No guilt. B plus standard is perfectly okay and your self-care matters. So remember that. Get rid of it if it doesn't need to happen. So let's summarise everything so far. I hope you found these seven habits for helping you work teacher contract hours helpful. It might not always be possible to leave exactly when contract time ends, because that's just the nature of the beast. And some times of year are more demanding than others. But adopting these seven habits will certainly help you be much more productive during contract hours at school, which should hopefully mean... That is less of your free time being spent on schoolwork and more time being spent on having a life. So here are my seven habits to live by to try and cut down the amount of time you are spending out of contract hours. So habit one, schedule your most intense work during your power hour, the time when your brain is most productive. Two, group same tasks together to keep the flow Three, limit responding to emails to certain times of the day. Four, set yourself reasonable goals to achieve during the school day. One to three is fine. You don't need to do it all. Five, plan some less mentally exhausting tasks that you can do during the less productive times of the day. And remember, I do have a free tiny task checklist for you to download below if you want some ideas of activities that you can do during your less mentally productive times. That still move the needle forwards and should help you cut down on the amount of time you have to work at home number six train your brain like a little puppy write down the concerns you have and then come back to them later and then seven drag your tasks so think about what you can do what you have to do think about review what can be done and what might not need to be done and maybe it can be pushed back to another time assign and then get rid of so as mentioned in point five above one powerful habit to make the most of your school day is to use your time wisely and you might not always feel like being productive but doing certain tiny tasks is a much better use of your time at school rather than you know gossiping or staring at a blank screen as you try and force yourself to write reports when you know full well your brain will not cooperate so if you're looking for some ideas for tiny tasks that don't take up much brain power that can still help you be productive even when your brain is like mush, then you can download this free Teach a Tiny Task Checklist on Google Sheets and the link is in the description below. So that's all for now. I hope you found this helpful and you can always email me at katie at teachersresourceforce.com if you have any questions as well. So until next time, I will speak to you later. Bye.